RGD1079 Life. James here with you. I guess this is kind of like Happy New Year because this is the first show. It's a bit belated, but it's the first show that we've done back with um, some of our team of announcers. Joined today by the wonderful Tom Basso. Hey, Tom. Hi, James. How's it going? Wonderful, mate. Great to have you back. And Caitlin Davey. Hello. Hey, how are you? I'm really good, thank you. It's great to see you. Your pop filter. <laughs> we've got some new gear. It's very exciting. You've got a pop filter, but I can't see you. The <laughs> pop filter is on your face. We have to kind of move that around because it looks like weird. I feel like I'm. you're kind of like, you're like a person on a investigative journalist piece and you're like anonymous <laughs> so this morning we were just talking just a second ago tom and this today you've enrolled in uni you finished year 12 last yes. year after coming number two in the school mm. serious yeah. can you turn that to a humble brag in some way uh no i'll just i'll just leave it i reckon yeah just, yeah because it's no big, that's good time. no that's good enough that's good enough <laughs> um tell us a little bit about what you're doing and and kind of what got you excited about um enrolling in the course you did well i'm doing uh journalism professional writing which is really up my alley so i'm very very excited awesome. um, at uni sa at mcgill which is very close to my house which i'm very happy with as well oh that so, is good yeah it's nice close to have to, a uni that's close no, by it's very handy so i did the timetabling and enrolling in the courses today which is exciting mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very keen very keen okay so the subjects that you've looked at for next year is there one in particular that you kind of go yeah looking forward to that one most particularly news reporting got to my attention okay i think i actually really like all of them just like the straight journalism like principles and stuff i'm yeah i'm keen yeah. a lot of it was like compulsory sort of subjects so it's very sort of like entrenched already but i'm yeah i'm excited okay cool well we're going to be chatting about lots of stuff today food secrets was what you said tom we yes. said initially. let's talk about food secrets but then you started talking about mm. road trip food because i think yes. that everyone has that experience where there's a spot on a road trip where you know yes looking forward to that particular spot and i'm getting this this <laughs> yeah, is what that, i'm getting that's it. um but it's a place that all three of us somehow have managed to visit <laughs> at some point but i've only come away with the food yes exactly i've made the discovery you've made the discovery we'll be chatting all about that if you want to know, like a uh, you know a, the place to go <laughs> if you happen to be heading you in that re- direction how good would this be if you get one of the listeners out there and they can actually taste it for themselves and they'll write in and they'll just they'll be well, but it better be good it, then it, tom if it's horrible I, I have no i have complete confidence if it's horrible what do i do i do a disclaimer arch d holds no liability <laughs> to if the food is no good we're no, assuming though it's good edited, we're assuming it's good because you love it right, and yes. you are you are a, a gourmet sir a gourmet Absolutely. Road trip food. Uh, we're also going to be chatting about World Youth Day is coming up. We've got uh, the three of us, as well as a whole bunch of other uh, announcers, uh, are going to be here. Um, HD announcers learning from some of the great masters of the craft. The oh, yes. group from Jesuitical are coming over from New York next week to do a workshop with us and to also do a live recording of their show at the World Youth Day event, which is happening at Sacred Heart next weekend. So we'll talk to you about how to get some free tickets to that as well, which is very exciting. Here with Tom Basso and Caitlin Davey, uh, two of the nominees for Broadcaster of the Year, which is the big final award at the Arch D Awards in March. You guys are both coming, aren't you? Of course. Of course. Of course. And you're both, presenting, you're both presenting to a, presenting awards as well, I think, which is going to be very, very exciting. Um, now, we were just having a little bit of a chat a second ago, Tom, about um, when you're road tripping and doing a big family road trip, which yes. you've just done recently. I have. Um, there'll always be a spot where you go, right, that's my jewel shining oasis where I know I'm going to visit and just get culinary stuff that is going to rock my world. I couldn't have described it better myself. Indeed, right. Tell us a bit about where you went and this and your your oasis. It's my greatest 
ever discovery. James okay, Bond. all right. And like all your, your greatest ever discovery. Yes. You just said the words. Okay. In fact, it could be anyone's greatest ever discovery. It's and like all, okay. like all good I discoveries. Think you're really overranking <laughs> this one, but keep going, keep going. Well, like all just good discoveries to do with food. Uh huh. So when we're driving to Melbourne, I go to Melbourne quite a bit. I love Melbourne. It's my favourite place outside of Adelaide. So when you drive, I'm glad you framed it like that. <laughs> I go to outside Melbourne. Of, this is my favourite place outside of Adelaide. Outside of Adelaide. Outside of Adelaide. Okay. So there's a, there's a country town called Keith, of course, mm-hmm. which is about two and a half hours outside of Adelaide. Yep. It's in South Australia. And when you stop in, there's a service station. I and mean, we usually stop in for a service station, use a bathroom break or get some drinks or some food. Mm-hmm. When I get into this service station, it's about six years ago, I reckon I discovered this. They're selling fried chicken, James. Okay. And little did I know at the time, I was face to face then with the greatest <laughs> pieces of chicken face. in the entire world. Now, I have been the first to admit I haven't had all the chicken in the, in the entire world, yet I'm still completely confident that this is the best chicken in the world. That was my discovery. <laughs> in this obscure, hidden place in Keith. Right. That's where I found the best chicken in the world. Right. So this is, this is and I think I know the, I, I think I know the service station. Caitlin, you said you think you knew the service station yep, too. Yeah, we on, go to Melbourne a lot as well. And it's the one on the, it's on the freeway because yes. you actually have to drive off the freeway in Keith to get to, yep. to the town. Mm. So it's this place. So fried chicken. And you haven't had the fried chicken. Uh, well, look, let me tell you, I, I'm, I'm a bit paranoid about <laughs> eating, um, um, yes. um, Okay. Um, <laughs> what are you trying to I say? Don't, I don't know how to put this. I've got this weird paranoia about um, uh, uh, eating <laughs> eat, eating food that I consider to be dangerous. <laughs> yes. Which isn't dangerous. <laughs> I don't know how to say this. Uh, like... Whenever I go on the road, generally, because yeah. I used to, when I worked as a musician, I had to go on the road a lot. Mm. And so we'd be going through country towns a lot. I, I developed this weird thing, and it's not based on any logic at all. Okay. But I've got, I've got to play it safe uh, when I'm on the road because if I get food poisoning on the road at no. all, and it could be anywhere, I, if I get to the gig that night, see, actually, this does make sense now I think about it. If I, if I get to the gig that night, we may have to cancel the gig, and, and uh, there's no such thing as sick leave when you're a musician you no. either play the gig or you don't and you don't get paid so um uh it kind of developed around that so i think i've developed this weird thing of whenever i still do road trips i'm still only eating like toasted cheese and tomato sandwiches wherever i go really and so that's a problem how do you feel now i just missed out the best chicken of the world because of this you know I, I reckon i'm gonna do it uh, please, gonna, Tom. Based on what you've said, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. You do won't it. regret it, and I, I think I'm underselling it. To be honest, it's, you, <laughs> you just said it's the greatest thing in the world. I don't think that's you know. Underselling a little. I bit. had to see you oversell it. <laughs> <laughs> well, every time I go there, it's better than I remember. Oh, okay, okay. I okay, just, there I, you just go. I just had it probably last week. Oh, it's brilliant, Caitlin. Any road Magic. trip food discoveries that you can share at all? Maccas. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay, you're just oh, copying no. out. Or there's a specific Maccas that you know. In fact, there's a Maccas in Ararat mm. that's really not well, really nice in that it's a beautiful kind of like old rustic looking right. building. It's very nice. There you go. Yeah, in Mildura, there's a Maccas there, and because we go to Maccas a lot, having a little two-year-old who goes nuggets, pancakes, nuggets, pancakes. That's all he wants. Really? Yep. And we've tried at like he only accept pancakes from Maccas. Like we try and make it and do everything and try and trick him, and he's like. No, they're exactly the same, but no, they have to be from Macca's. But don't mm. the ones that you buy in the supermarket, I forget what they're called, not sunlight, 
Oh, Golden? Golden, yeah, Golden. Yeah. They're, the, they're like the Hungry Jacks. Oh, sorry, the um, McDonald's ones, aren't they? We buy those ones and we even put it in the Macca's packet that we save to specifically no, trick No, you don't. We do. We wash it out and we put them in and we put everything in so it looks like it's the exact same and you still won't eat it. Oh. Wow. Do you get some of the maple? Because the maple syrup comes in the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We I save say it. maple syrup, but yeah. it's really not, is it? No. But we, no, we save it. We save Maple-ish it. syrup. <laughs> no, yeah, we save it. We put it in the fridge and we'll come home. We've even got the bags ready to try and fully trick him. Because kids notice everything yeah, that's yeah. not there. So we go all out. We bring it. Eddie goes, nope. Right. Like, oh, my God. So even if we do bring real Maccas home, he'll believe us. But right. he doesn't believe us when we troop. We don't know how. And how old is he? Two. And he can tell the difference. He, he can tell, like, off-brand <laughs> Macca's hotcakes. Yep. <sighs> Kids are so intelligent. They, should, they could seriously be reading Tolstoy by the age of four. <laughs> <laughs> Here with Caitlin Davey, Cardine College, year 11 this yep. year. What? Yep. This is mad. Honestly, because you guys, Tom is also here as all Tom Basso, who you know very well. I, I can just say Tom and people know who you are, Tom. That's the thing. I'm not being dismissive. <laughs> but, Caitlin, you've been doing RHD with us since you were in year eight. Yep. And now in year 11. Tom, you've been doing RHD with us. <laughs> this is mad. Time. Since you were in year seven. Year seven. You are now at the end of year 12. That was yeah, six years ago now. This is awesome. I'm time. so glad you love hanging around. <laughs> I love hanging around. You can't get rid of me. Because <laughs> you were at the very first ArchD Awards. You'll probably be the first student who's attended this year. You'll be the first student who's attended all of them. Really? I would say so. Wow. Oh, no, no. You, yes, that would be right. That yes, would be absolutely well, right. I was thinking about Kaylin, but she's she missed one year. But I remember the photos that were taken of that first one. You're actually a head and a half shorter than me in that photo. I hold on to that <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Oh, no. Really? There you go. Yeah, yeah. Because that, that was a while ago. Yeah, you say it's a while ago because yeah. it's like literally now completely the inverse uh, of that. Too, so you've so. shrunk. Have you considered that? Stop it. <laughs> I have this thing going on in my house at the moment that I'm really... Se- okay, so I am five foot 11 and a half inches apparently. Okay. okay. This is something that I never really ever had a problem with. No. I was fine with yeah, that. I was fine with that until my family started to think that it was really funny to start going five eleven and a half. That must drive you crazy. Must <laughs> like, why? Why would that drive me crazy? Because it's just not six foot, is it? Like it's half an inch of six foot. I'd, ra- I'd rather it up above you. I, yeah, you can't though because I go. So I'm six foot, and then if anyone in my family's with each other, goes, but you're not, are you? <laughs> and then there's this image. There's this image that was posted on. Uh, it was just like this meme that was posted online about it had a picture of two people like two knights in like knight's armor, yeah. and it had one of them who was like like mini me a little, and then another one that was above them, and it said on one of them. Five foot eleven, and the other one six foot, <laughs> and the difference between the two. And everyone sent it to me, going, "See, <laughs> that's the difference. This is what you're trying to make people believe." So now I'm really sensitive. So this is I, what I'm going to have to do now is I'm going to have to go to the doctors 
mm. next time I go to the doctor for a checkup or something like that and I'm actually going to have to get them to measure me yeah. and the reason that that is is because my family's told me they're, that's the only way they're going to believe me yeah. if they if because I've measured myself with a tape measure against the wall and they said no you're standing up weirdly and I can't really because it's got skirting boards on the bottom and we can't really trust that uh, so you're going to have to go and get a medical opinion I think so. and someone else has to be there with you <laughs> so we know yes so that we know you're not just going to come out of there and go you'll never guess what six months they go I don't know about that give me the doctor's number you know anyway that's not what we're talking about anyway so I know but I wanted to find out about sort of like what's been your kind of uh, impression you've been now doing HD for, for such a long time like has there been any kind of moments that have sort of stood out for you along the way that you've really kind of enjoyed the most I've loved doing the ice hockey Yes, rice, that's been brilliant. But uh, yeah, I've loved all of it to be honest. It's been a great experience. Um, I couldn't recommend it highly enough. Of, and it's just yeah. And now because of this experience, that's kind of drawn me to the career that I want to do. It's because Tom. of James. You don't get emotional, don't. but you'll. You, but that's exactly what'll always get me emotional. That stuff. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I've loved it. It's Please don't do that on the HD Awards night because I will. Uh, I will be. My. I'll be right. I will be. I like to call up James Meston <laughs> to the stand. This one's for you. Oh, don't. <laughs> don't do that unless you really meant it. Anyway, so... <laughs> no, that's... that's Yeah, that's wonderful, Tom. Thank you. That's, no that's Thank really you, great. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm, I'm just stoked. And I, I know... And I'm so glad that you're that you're looking at journalism because mm. you've just got such strength in... in especially when we, you've done the hockey... Um, uh, you, you're just such an amazing commentator and you do so well. So Thank you. you know, yeah. This is awesome. Anyway... We did want to have a, just a chat about the uh, World Youth Day Festival is coming up next weekend. Oh, so it's this weekend now. I can't believe it. It's blowing my mind. <laughs> um, uh, it's on Sunday. It's at Sacred Heart College. Uh, starts at uh, 10.30 in the morning. That's when gates open. We have got so much stuff going on. We have got concert uh, in the evening. Gospel Collective, uh, Sacred Stone, Genevieve Bryant Band are coming from Melbourne. We've also got a whole stack of music acts running on multiple stages during the day as well as a whole bunch of workshops shops and panels we've got Jess Wedical coming over from the US who are, are sort of really sort of famous podcasters uh, and they are going to be doing a workshop with us uh, and you guys are both going to be here for that uh, it's like pod, I think it's the, the topic is going to be called podcasting 101 know your niche is the name of the workshop they're going to be doing with us so to you know to and I'm I'm looking forward to what I'm going to learn I'm what excited but I think even you're even more excited I'm pretty amped because <laughs> I've been listening to them for a long time and when we were first planning the World Youth Day event um, we were just throwing names around because we knew that we were going to have something but this is what it's like when you plan festivals and big events it's kind of go well what do we do like what do we actually do and then the, it's always those fun things of going you know what we could see whether or not they would come you know and no they would never come that's ridiculous go well why don't we ask them why don't we get in touch and we did and they said yes and and so kind of here we are a bit later kind of a little bit disbelieving that it's that it's kind of going to happen so it's going to be really exciting just to 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 meet them and and for you guys to also to and we'll do an archd show that next week's archd show will be with them so it's going to be it's gonna be pretty nuts. I can't wait. It's gonna be it's gonna be pretty crazy because it's you know because especially hearing all the voices together because you know what it's like with radio and stuff. You think of everyone as a voice, yeah. um, and uh, when you actually sort of see them in person, it's a bit discombobulating. It's a bit different. I shouldn't say it's like weird, but like uh, <laughs> one of the. <laughs> 
funniest things that happens is when I uh, sort of like meet people who happen to listen to the to those to the show. Yes, and uh, we're just talking and talking, and then they sort of see they're looking at you, and you, they kind of go, "Oh, you? That's you." <laughs> Um, I imagine you differently. <laughs> six foot. And I, thought then, you were, I, six I thought you were six foot. Yes, that's what they say every time. Moving on. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, um, so that's all happening. If you want to win some tickets, though, to it, it's on the Sunday. If you're aged between 16 and 35, you can come. Um, and uh, if you go onto Facebook now, go to ArchD Radio page. I'll patiently wait for you to go to the ArchD Radio page. Okay, go into send message and type in uh, the subject WYD tickets. And if you want a double pass, uh, type WYD double, hit send. If you want to win a group pass, we will give you a group pass to the first person that does this. Uh, that is up to 10 people and at one go. So if you want to do that and you want to bring a group with you, just put in WYD group, hit send. So do it right now and I will get back in touch with you very shortly and let you know whether you've won tickets to World Youth Day. Caitlin Davey and Tom Basso are guest announcers here on the show. Um, now, Caitlin, we were just having a bit of a chat earlier. Your lovely mum came and <laughs> dropped dropped you off, as well as your lovely younger brother, who um, I think literally got a chance to play with every <laughs> single thing in the office. It's that thing, isn't it? That wonderful thing of when you're that age. How old is he? Um, hold on. Oh, no, you <laughs> no, didn't. No. Oh, no. Nine. Nine. And his name is... <laughs> okay, I'm letting you get away with that because you're laughing, not because you've actually forgotten your brother's name. I think he's Joshua. buying time. Josh right. is nine. <laughs> but that thing of, of needing... It, and I wonder whether or not it's that you can only register something if you have tactile proof it exists. So that means you have to pick it up. And <laughs> That was me picking up my water bottle, but it sounded like that scene from Jurassic Park where the water glass... <laughs> from the producer of the bottle of water. Okay, anyway. <laughs> moving on. So, but you guys um, have this tradition, this Christmas tradition. It used to start on Boxing Day, but it became such a massive project and undertaking with the whole family. You now start months back. <laughs> Tell us... What is this? Not quite months back, but You like, said October. No, I did not. Oh, your mum said October. It's not quite October. Okay. It's December. Start of December. Oh, uh, okay. Through to like the end of February. Um um anyway, so as soon as December comes up, yep, we put up the tree, but then we go into Joshua's room, get out the storage, and we get a big container of Lego. Lego. Yeah. Okay, so how big are we talking? There's a few containers. Okay. But how big? Like, how like is it like normal? Like these containers? Um, we got some containers here that are sort of like that look like like, like really large, like bulk food storage containers. That sort of size or bigger than that? Bigger. They're about a meter wide and half a meter up, sort of thing. Okay, that's really big. That's like oh, two yes. people carrying it big. Yeah, except yeah. if you're strong like me. <laughs> <laughs> and it's and, Lego. Yeah. Hollow so, plastic pieces of something. Yeah. So usually Josh will go through it over the year and break everything. Like he won't mean to. He'll get it out to play with it. But usually yep. we'll break off and end up we'll have like so many loose pieces that we've got to take everything apart, sort it out into colours, shapes, platforms. And then we'll get books and we'll build it all up again. You'll get books? What like, do you mean books? We keep the books. Oh, like the, the construction manuals. Okay. Yep. Right, right. And then we build it up. 
and like, and it's really cool. Now we've got shel- we just bought shelves to go in Joshua's room so we can all like put them all up. Okay. We've got Batman. We've got like Pirates of the Caribbean, the towers. Like you know how they've got um in the first movie how they're trying to like get rid of their curse and they have to like go to the Aztec gold and get it all yep. together. Yeah. We've got all the Lego of the cave and like oh wow. And everything. Yep. So when you build it then, because you're do you build multiple sort of scenes or do you build like one big thing like I, I i guess i'm thinking a bit like the lego you know in the lego movie and oh, they and have that got, like, thing all the cities yeah all the different so it's like one big giant kind of like scape of, of different things or do you build so, multiple different things it's multiple different things mum mum and josh do the city i do parts of the caribbean mum also does like all the hogwarts we've got the hogwarts train we've got the hogwarts building we've wow. got everything right and then we've also built, yeah, hospitals, fire, like fire stations and Batman and Spider-Man and all stuff. And we've got lots and it's awesome. We've even got the Black Pearl ship, which is like worth $700. Oh, man. Mm. Okay, you've gone all out. So oh, yes. is it going to be different, though? Because if you say he's just got shelves in his room, having them out and sort of there now for the year... That's going to be different, though, to pulling the containers out from under the bed and kind of starting oh, from scratch. they don't fit under the bed. They're too big. <laughs> Didn't you say under the bed? <laughs> no, no, Pull no, the no. Containers out of out? his cupboard. Oh, out of his cupboard. Yeah. Okay, out of his cupboard. <laughs> the, the premise of the question is that it's the putting it all together, not what piece of furniture it's pulled out of on the day. But is it going to be different, though? Like, is it going to feel not as um, um, sort of that whole sort of starting from scratch, limitless possibilities thing? It would be so much nice not having to sort through all the Lego. That's the boring part. It's the building that's awesome. Okay. Like, because we'll get up at 7, um, like 7 a.m., build Lego, probably stop for like, yep, toilet breaks, eat, now get back to it. We'll probably eat while building and like go to bed at 1 a.m. in the morning. Like, so you're all really into it. You're really oh, driven. Yes. And you're doing it together. See, that's really lovely. Yep, and I get to play my Spotify playlists. It's really good. Oh, that's good. That is really good. So all the stuff now, Caitlin, is out on the shelves. Yep. Okay. And then when it comes around to next year, we'll probably pull it apart, keep it in the piles of the sets. Oh, yeah, and then yeah. Build it up I guess it's again. a good filing system, if nothing it else, is. is it? And it's really good because we can show off all the stuff we've built. Because usually, yep, we built it. Now we chuck it in the container and put it away. It's like... We built all this. We want to show it off. Yeah, for sure. For oh, sure. Yeah. Okay. Cool. We, were, we were considering like taking the pictures off the wall in the lounge room, and just having shelf after shelf after shelf. <laughs> <laughs> Caitlin's first steps. Nah. <laughs> Jack Sparrow on the pearl. <laughs> Here with Caitlin Davey and Tom Basso. Um, there's been a lot of stuff that's been sort of really happening all over social media in the last like week or so. Um, the Gillette ad came out, which is really powerful and really amazing. Uh, but one of the other things that came up that was dominating Twitter moments that I know nothing about, but you're all over this, Caitlin Davey. So we are going to interrogate you on this one. <laughs> now, at the very top of the moments feed for days was a lady named who I'd never heard of before, but Marie Kondo. Am I yep. saying that right? I think so. She has caused, like, literally rioting in the streets <laughs> if librarians rioted, which they don't. But she suggested, put forward a suggestion about how to declutter your house. And one thing that she has said has caused all of this upset. Caitlin, what is it? Ideally, you should keep less than 30 books in your house. <gasps> and is less that than- it? Is that what she said that's driven everyone but so crazy? That's the books, yep. There's, like, all the Harry Potter people have gone, like, per subject, right? 
and like all the people on another book chat because I'm part of so many book chats because I'm a huge bookworm. Mm-hmm. Everyone's just like, this woman must be ushered away. How many books would you have, would you say, in your house? A lot. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I'd be the same. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we've even got some in the shed. My bookshelf can't fit them all. I've had people have visited me in the past who've come into my house and looked at my bookshelf and been quite overwhelmed by it. They're not quite sure what to make of it. But I'm imagining that the people that do, because I've I've floor to ceiling bookshelves and they're everywhere. It's it's a real struggle for me to declutter them. I have a lot of trouble because I want to hang on to them. And this idea that there may be people in my family or friends I have that may be down the track may want to read them. Or I may get really excited and give them books um, as well. So there's like a whole bunch of things. So some of my favorite books, like I've got like four copies of, five copies of, and I just keep buying them every time I go to a book exchange or something like that. Because they're collector's editions. You can't throw out collector's editions. Oh, well, the collector's, that's a whole different section. (laughs) (laughs) The other shelf. The other, there's a whole bunch of other shelves. Yeah, because I've actually got some, um, um, like the first edition stuff, I've kind of got them sort of separate. And and all the first edition stuff, I'm really thrilled because I've managed to find them just in these kind of like dusty book exchanges and bought them for just a few dollars. And you go into the front of the page because you go to the front page and if it's hardcover, and you look in and you look at the publish date and if the publish date is the um, is the same year as so there's only one year it shows that it's in the first year of production and it'll actually say first edition so you can actually get original versions which is very exciting let's just say that decluttering is not going to happen let's just so let's just say for instance Marie Kondo didn't say 30 books she said 10 for you Caitlin Davey off the top of your head would you be able to rattle off what those 10 would be that you would have to keep and wouldn't be able to get rid of I'd have to have over 10 because there's two <laughs> no because I've got so you'd be, you'd be able to rattle off more than 10 in one go yes okay so what would they be then Assassin's Blade Throne of Glass Hair of Fire uh, Empire of Storms oh this is not even in order Kingdom of Ash Tower of Dawn Court of Frost and Starlight A Court of Thorns and Roses A Court of Wings and Ruin a court of uh, missing fury, and then there's. Hang on a second. Is this a series? This is two series. Two, my two series. favorite series. And which are they? Which series are these? Oh, the Throne of Glass series and the Court of Thorns and Roses series. Okay, both so this by is, Sarah J. Maz. And these are sort of like fantasy style. Yeah, fantasy violets. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's favorite subgenre of fantasy. <laughs> You could really say it, but you could say that really about any fantasy genre. For some reason, (laughs) fantasy stuff doesn't really involve people just walking around picking strawberries in some medieval-style atmosphere (laughs) while a few dragons fly off in the distance. Somehow or other, where's the friendly dragons, you know? Like, where are they? Anyway, so, Tom, how about you? What would be absolute must-keeps for you? I'd be sport more sport-oriented, I reckon. So, are these, like, sports biographies? Yeah, or a sports biographies. How to play like, golf? Not no. quite how to play golf. <laughs> no, like instructional books is what I'm saying. Yeah. Sports sort of, instructional. Yeah, yeah. How to Just, spin bowl. Sure, yeah, something like that, yeah. <laughs> I remember when I was a kid, there was, like, a book in our school library that was about that, how yeah. to spin bowl. Right? Yeah. yeah. Give it a read, or...? <laughs> I gave it a read. Great read. Fantastic stuff. Very moving. Moving. Moving stuff. I don't want to give away the ending, but the ball spins at the end. Really? Oh, that was lame. Anyway. So what would be sort of the best sports biographies you'd read? Ooh, I read one recently. It was not a biography, sort of just about, it's about the history of sort of like how football can save politics, which is quite interesting. No. Nah. It's about well, how- How football can save politics? It's about In like, what way? How back in the day, 
the prime ministers were sort of tr- the football coaches were treated like the prime ministers are today they'd be sacked even if they won an election they're sacked after they won the premiership but now the football coaches stay on for a long time like politicians used to sort of it was more stable oh so it's on, it's on the reverse if that makes sense is this the football like as in like AFL or is it soccer? Yeah, AFL sort of. Yeah. All right, okay. Good. Yep. So, and because Rich- is that true? Do they stay on a lot longer these days? Yeah. So because why like, is that? Though? Recently, because one coach there was recent Richmond won the premiership in 2017. Yeah. And the coach Damien Hardwick was about to get they were considering sacking him. Right. The off season before, and then they won the flag. So that sort of started a bit of a trend where coaches they've had you know they've given him one more chance sort of. So where was mm. Richmond in the season before? So they came they 13th. Were- out of 18. Yeah, see, that, that oh, okay. makes a bit yeah. more sense in a way. And then they came first the year after, which is no... That's a huge that's jump. That's the biggest jump ever. I'd love to know what happened in the huge. preseason. And in the preseason, there was a... <laughs> he was worried he was going to lose his job yes. to pull his finger out. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I thought that, that was quite interesting. That's the book I just read, which I loved. Yeah. Right, the Football yeah. Solution, yeah. The Football Solution. Yeah, how Richmond's Premiership can save Australia. <laughs> <laughs> what a title. Truly, only a sports person could write that. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, I'll that. have to find that. One. But that yeah, does sound read. good. No, that sounds really cool. Yeah, that sounds no, really I love cool. It. Caitlin Davy and Tom Basso have mm, been. That's it. Only <laughs> <laughs> way I like my name pronounced. Yeah, yeah. Lots of yeah, lots of inflections. Um, have been the guest announcers on the show. They are going to be here on the show next week with all of our um, RHD Radio Broadcaster of the Year nominees. We've got um, uh, um, every year we have the RHD Awards, as I know regular listeners would know. Um, and our big category is Broadcaster of the Year and all the guys who are nominated uh, together. So you two have met today for the very first time. Yes. Yep. Sizing each other up, I yeah. hope. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny because it's true. Um, uh, and uh, so we're really looking forward to broadcasting next week's show. I that can't wait to, to get a go. It's going to be crazy. So um, uh, that will be with Jess Wedical from the US. So it's going to kind of be like a joint Jess Wedical RHD radio show next week, which is going to be amazing. Wow. Um, I want to tune in. Yeah. Yeah. I want to tune in. I want to hear it. <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, we are here every Wednesday night from 9, every Saturday night from 10. Stay tuned to 107.9 Live for more of your music. We will see you again in a few days. See ya. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs>